0: and welcome my friends to the daily gator daily thought if you're left you just ain't right uh my voice has not been cooperating uh mom was put in a hospital she had an infection in her foot uh ended up having a small amount of the foot amputated and last couple weeks she's been well three weeks probably we've been dealing with this uh going on three weeks She's in a, a kind of a, a rehab, rehabilitation setting, and they're you know teaching her to walk and and getting her back up to speed and things like that. Uh, but I've been real busy with that, and she tested positive for COVID a couple of weeks ago. Um, at the time, I felt kind of, eh, but like I was maybe getting a cold. Um, that was like a Thursday. By Saturday evening, I mean, I've been taking some cold medicine and felt fine. Uh, just had a, a kind of little bit of a hoarseness in my voice. You can probably hear. So I don't know anything about that. Uh, I didn't get a test. I've been feeling fine. Uh, she's been cleared of it. Uh, she really never had any symptoms. So that's good news. I'm going to try to catch up with some things. Um that have gone off the radar since I've been so busy with domestic issues. And hopefully those will be settled out pretty soon. Uh, Me, pray for my legs. They're very bad. Uh, I've kind of got to the point where if I'm on my legs like more than five minutes, they feel like not good. Uh, So we're in the process of getting me a doctor's appointment as well. Uh, I hope he prescribes or she prescribes, uh, I don't know, three or four home care nurses that are really hot. I don't think it'll work out that well for me. It'll probably be something else. But <clears throat> regardless, I'm going to try to catch up with some things. And I'll try to stick to the 30-minute window that I had set uh, for these podcasts. Let's go to MRCTV real quick. And some of these are kind of dated because I had them bookmarked to talk about them and then, you know what, hit the fan. Uh, let me see. We're talking to a guy here on MSNBS, one of their uh, super angry leftist whiners, man named Fernand Amande. And he looks like... Uh, It looks like a a character, like an evil prince character from a Disney movie, uh, except less manly. But Ferdinand Amande, apparently uh, Mark Finkelstein at uh, Newsbusters, believes that he may have been been, uh, binge-watching Joe Scarborough. Never a good idea, and especially don't copy the man's hair. <sighs> but this guy, Monday, has been really laying into DeSantis almost as much as the only Trumpers for some reason who hate DeSantis. Apparently, they don't know nothing the man's done because all he's done is done the very things that they claim they want. They're just mad. I guess he's running against Trump and you're not supposed to do that. They don't believe in competition now. Really? Can y'all grow up, please? Seriously? We're trying to win an election. Not get a Democrat in the White House. You notice how everything's gone to shit since Biden was president. We want to amend that. We want to cure that problem. We don't want to get another one elected. So quit spitting in the wind and spitting in the face of your fellow patriots. Okay? Relax. Take a breath. The Senate just hasn't even said he wants to run. And you're attacking the man for what? What? I mean, seriously, maybe y'all should work for MSNBS. (coughs) Uh, But on Jonathan Capehart's MSNBS Sunday show called This Morning, is it called This Morning? I don't know. Jonathan Capehart is a very effeminate young man, by the way. seems to be a nice guy. I remember I tweeted something at him over some stupid comments he had. I thought he was going to cry. Why do you, why do you attack me? Why do you attack me? I said, I'm not attacking you. I'm attacking your ideas. But anyway, uh, I felt kind of bad. I hurt the little guy's feelings, I guess. Um, but Amande, who is an MSNBS analyst, MSNBS analyst, uh, which means he has a BSA in BS. A bullshit artist degree in bullshit. uh is a florida-based democrat consultant borrowed one of scarborough's signature moves writing favorite phrase into the ground apparently scarborough i don't watch him very much um i get tired of seeing the poor guy with Minka, his is a Minka brzezinski his untalented wife who is on tv because of her last name uh yanking his chain and and not allowing him to speak um <clears throat> No fewer than four times, Amandi described DeSantis with full stops between each word as a, he says it like this, mega, EXTREMIST, BULLY. Except his voice is more effeminate because he's on MSNBS. For good measure, Amandi employed another tired Scarborough trope referring to DeSantis as a fascist. If you haven't noticed, people who comment on MSNBS have no fucking clue what a fascist is. If they really want to know what a fascist is, <laughs> they ought to look in the mirror. <coughs> now, to his to his dubious credit, Amandi did supply some attack lines of his own against DeSantis. <coughs> uh, this is the these are some of the slurs he he spewed against DeSantis, called him a coward. I believe DeSantis won the bronze star for service in Iraq. I'd like to lock him and Amandi into a steel cage, and we'll see which one comes out and see which one more has more valor. That's, uh, and how I'd take bets on how long it would take this, uh, uh, Amandi to piss his pants. Uh, so he called him a coward, called him awkward, Awkward? Really? Uh, uncomfortable. That's a favorite word of the left. I'm uncomfortable with this, this discussion. There's too many facts involved and I feel triggered. I, I really feel triggered right now. and I, I don't know if I'm going to survive. Uh, I called him arrogant. Uh, called him a Richard. That's a nice way to call somebody a dick. Uh, which is Amandi's favorite fruit from what I hear. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, nothing very positive about him. So so DeSantis is just a negative guy. I think he's doing a lot of great things. He's fired some uh, an attorney from uh, Soros, elected attorney. Got rid of that piece of trash from Hillsborough County, uh, Florida. So he's doing a lot of things that are agitating a lot of leftists, which indicate to me he's a pretty good guy. Again, note to the only Trumpers, pay attention. Uh, He's imperial, apparently. I wouldn't call the man imperial, but whatever. Uh, Not very likable. Oh, that hurts. He's not very likable. You know, I work for MSNBS. I'm an analyst, and I don't like Mr. DeSantis. Well, that means to me DeSantis is probably a great guy. If the little piss ants in MSN, MSNBS don't like him, he must be great. Uh, very condescending. Yes, the I'll let the irony fill up the room here. Yes, that's an MSNBS talking head, paid hack, who's not even very good at being a hack, calling someone else condescending. <laughs> Hello, reality's on the phone. Lines one, two, and three. Uh, also called DeSantis very aloof. Well, as far as I know, he's done a really good job as governor. You can't be aloof and do a good job as a governor. It's not like being an MSNBS hack, Mr. Ramondi. Um, And if you're a DeSantis supporter, you like the guy, that's a good thing. When MSNBS is attacking you, it means that you're doing the right things. So, that's a good thing again note to the only trumpers it's a good thing desantis is a good guy he'd be a good president most people who support desantis would not mind a bit if trump is president so quit attacking desantis and his supporters seriously is it you just like to fight are you really leftist in disguise trying to sabotage Trump and DeSantis? Come on, man. Grow up. Now, let's move on, my friends. Enough about that story. It's bored me. How about the right to be let the hell alone? That's a big one for me. When the government wants to know... <laughs> pardon me. uh The Right to Be Let Alone When the Government Wants to Know All Your Business by a gentleman named Tyler Durden. I've never heard of him either. Uh, Now, this is also from the Rutherford Institute, and the piece was in part at least authored by John and Nisha Whitehead via the Rutherford Institute. And it says, Experience teaches us to be most on our guard to protect liberty when the government's purposes are beneficent. In other words, when the government's trying to do good things for you, it's for your own good, you know. That's when your radar should be really humming. Uh, who said it? How about a former Supreme Court Justice, Louis D. Brandeis? Now, here's the uh, the rub. This is from Zero Hedge, by the way. There was a time when the census was just a head count. Okay, every 10 years they go around, ask you questions. How many people live in your home? uh, Married, single, kids, ages, you know, thing like that. So they can keep a a decent count of the population. The American Community Survey, known as the ACS, sent sent to about 3.5 million homes every year. Never heard of it? Well, what it is, is the byproduct of a government that believes it has a right to know all of your personal business. Yes, those freaky things you and your wife do in the bedroom, too. Yes. Seriously, perverts. If you haven't already received an ACS, it's a matter of time. Now, this is a far cry from the traditional census, it's, which is limited to ascertaining, again, the questions like number of persons living in each dwelling, ages, ethnicity, ethnicities, uh, the ownership of the dwelling, and telephone numbers. The ACS contains some of the most detailed and, yes, intrusive questions ever put forth in a census questionnaire. It is 28 pages long. With an additional 16-page instruction package, uh-oh, you know what that means? When you've got over half the, the length of the piece you have to fill out, the paper, is instructions from the government, you, you might as well just get out a frying pan and when it arrives and hit yourself in the head, knock yourself out and and plead concussions and uh, concussion symptoms or something. These questions concern matters that the government simply has zero business knowing, including questions relating to respondents' bathing habits. (laughs) I like to stand on my head in the shower. That's right. And I'm not even going to mention what that rubber duck does, okay, because it's really none of your business, pervert. Uh, Their home utility costs, way too much. Um, marital history, work commute, I'm retired. So there's that, uh, mortgage and health insurance among other highly personal and private matters. Uh, for instance, the ACS asked how many people, how many persons live in your home? My dog, my cat doesn't count now. We've had him for 17 years and he doesn't count. Stony, buddy, you don't count anymore. He's named for Stonewall Jackson. Yes. He's named after a great man. Now they've done something else to trigger the left. Uh, let me see. Here's some good ones to survey. Also ask how many bedrooms you have. How many bathrooms you have. And also ask what type of fuel use or is used to heat your home. How about Nanya? Uh The cost of electricity, what type of mortgage you have, <coughs> and monthly mortgage payments, property taxes, so on. Uh, then the survey drills drills down even deeper. It says, the survey demands to know how many days you were sick last year. Define sick. To sick of politics? Uh, 368 days. That's how sick of politics I am. How many automobiles you own, the number of miles you drive, whether you have trouble getting up the stairs, and what time you leave for work every morning, along with highly detailed inquiries about your financial affairs. I think at that point it's time to open the door and show them how to exit your home and not come back. Uh, and the survey also demands that you violate the privacy of others by supplying the names and addresses of your friends, relatives, and your employer. How about uh, file that under "Go fuck yourself"? Uh, the questionnaire also demands that you give information on the people in your home, such as their educational levels, how many years of schools were completed what languages they speak, and what when they last worked at a job, among other things. Individuals who receive the ACS must complete it or be subject to <coughs> monetary penalties. They're going to fine you if you don't fill this out. I never saw it. I, I have no idea. Although no reports have service of individuals actually being penalized for refusing to answer the survey, the potential fines that can be levied for refusing to participate in the ACS are staggering. For every question not answered, there is a $100 fine. And for every intentionally false response to a question, the fine is $500. Therefore, if a person representing a two-person household refuse to fill out any questions or simply answer nonsensically, the total fines could range from upwards of $10,000 and 50000 for noncompliance. Yes. Uh, with their liberty, my friends, while some of the ACS questions may seem fairly routine, the real danger is in not knowing why the information is needed, how it will be used by the government, and with whom it will be shared. Europe. You're a peasant now. You're a, you're a subject of the state. That's how they want you to view yourself so really you have no no choice and no voice. And go to zerohedge.com. Uh, political right to be let alone in their political commentary. Uh, it's called the right to be let alone when government wants to know all your business. It is from just a few days ago. Uh, where, 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 the 8th of March. So go look that up, my friend. See what you think. Or you're probably going to be angry about it. You're probably not going to like it. And I wish no American would fill it out. I wish every American would write a big F U and give it back to the person. See you later. Get off my property. Uh, what would the government do? I send out Joe Biden to babble at people and angrily shake his fist at them. For being radicals or something. Let me see. Now, here is a good news story. Something that will warm the cockles of your heart. According to a sheriff, this is from K A R E CARE 11 uh, Levi Axtell, 27, has been charged with second degree murder in the death of Lawrence V. Scully, who is who was, 77, who was beaten to death Wednesday at his home in Grand Marais. Uh, Grand Marais, Minnesota. Those crazy Minnesotas. See what all that cold will do with you? It'll drive you nuts. You want to kill people. Uh, a Grand Marais man was charged Friday with fatally beating an elderly man Oh, wait, here's some information that might tell us why he beat the elderly man into deathdom. The elderly man had been previously convicted of child sexual assault. Uh, And he is believed uh, he stalked his youngest daughter, this man's young daughter, in the past Levi Axtell was charged with second-degree murder in the beating death of Lawrence V. Scully, 77. Again, Scully was apparently uh, convicted of sexual child sexual assault, and he believed, this man believed this, this man, who was a convicted sex offender against children, had stalked his daughter. So, fathers tend to do bad things to people who threaten their children. It's called reality, and I think it's a wonderful thing. According to a criminal complaint filed Friday, Extel killed Scully with a shovel. But not just a shovel, my friends. Oh no, no, no. He also used another device provided by nature. He used a moose antler. Have you ever seen a moose? A bull moose? Those big-ass antlers they have. Imagine someone beating you to death with one of those. It doesn't sound too pleasant. Now, imagine someone beating a child molester with one of those until they cease to breathe. Oh, I feel better already. I think it should be a national holiday. We should have a national holiday. Beat a child child rapist to death with a moose antler, maybe an elk antler. Those are impressive, too. Or maybe they should just be thrown in with a a very hungry brown bear, or black bear, really wouldn't matter at that point, or mountain lion. Uh, Defense attorney Dennis Shaw noted during the hearing that Axtell had no serious criminal history until now, and his longtime ties to Grand Marnier made him a minimal flight risk. Well, until he th- felt someone threatening his child. Um, then he acted like a father, which he should have. Axtell remains jailed in Cook County. His next court appearance is scheduled for April the 10th. On Friday, former St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell uh, confirmed to Carrie Levin that Levi Axtell is his nephew. Uh, I love my nephew and my entire family, a family that has been deeply impacted by the heartbreaking incident. Axtell, who is a Minnesota native, said in a statement, I'm also thinking about the amazing Grandma Ray community during this difficult time. I've always believed in and supported the criminal justice system, a system that will now do what it's designed to do. In 2018, Axtell alleged that Scully was stalking his 22-month-old daughter and other children in his van which he parked near her Grand Marais daycare. Uh, an order of protection was sought. It was granted, but then dismissed within several weeks. In 79, Scully, this a guy who got beat to death with the uh, moose antler, was convicted in Kennebec County, Minnesota, of sexually assaulting a six-year-old girl. How do he ever get out of prison? You sexually assault a six-year-old child? You should be put to death first when your appeals are exhausted. But you should never, ever, 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 ever get out of prison. Um, And hopefully you won't survive prison if you do that to a six-year-old child because you are a piece of shit. Uh, That's according to Cook County Sheriff Pat Eliason, who was released, uh, this person was released in from prison in 1982. So three years, you sexually assault a six-year-old girl and you get three years? What was Alvin Bragg, the prosecutor or something? On Wednesday, Axtell arrived at the sheriff's office covered in blood and put his hands on his head and said that he had murdered Scully with a shovel. Uh, Deputies found Scully in his home, obviously dead from the serious nature of his head wounds. Axe told law enforcement that he hit Scully 15 to 20 times with a shovel and then finished him off with a large moose antler. Well, I hit him with a shovel about 15, hell, maybe 20 times. That son bitch was still moving, so I got the damn moose antler after his ass. He ain't moving now, is he? And I don't know how you're going to get that antler out of the other part of his body. I shoved it in, but hell, sorry. Well, you stalk kids, you molest kids, you deserve to get beaten to death with a moose antler. Rotten hell, you piece of filth. Uh, and hopefully, this gentleman does not serve time for doing what a father should do, frankly. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Well, let me see. <coughs> now, here's a quick one from Senator Crap Weasel himself. Chris Murphy, perhaps the most despicable of all the Democratic senators. This guy has a hard-on for gun control that that can never be sated, apparently. I mean, Barney Frank couldn't even do anything with it once he talks about gun control, that Chris Murphy. Um, and this is, again, from Bearing Arms, Cam Edwards wrote this. Cam Edwards writes, one of the most common tropes of the anti-gunners is their claim that if you don't support their gun control efforts, you don't care about kids. You just just hate kids, or at the very least, you care more about your guns. Senator Chris Murphy, uh, dickhead from Connecticut, is the latest to deploy that idiotic argument in support of criminalizing a constitutional right, uh, telling a podcast host this week that Republicans don't give a crap about kids and gun violence. May I say sincerely, Senator Murphy, fuck you. Okay. Why don't you actually do something with your life other than lie about gun owners and try to take their guns away? Start by reading the United States Constitution. Uh, Murphy made the comment on Salon's Salon Talks podcast that was published Tuesday Salon, where bad writers go to get really bad. Uh, so to me, Murphy said, we can't catalog the epidemic of gun violence merely by how many shootings we've had or even how many homicides we've had. You have to talk about a generation of kids specifically in these violence-prone neighborhoods that we are literally losing because their brains change when they're exposed to water-like levels of trauma. That's what Murphy said. It is beyond me why Republicans who claim to care about the health of all kids don't seem to give a crap about all children who are being exposed to these epidemic, cataclysmic rates of gun violence, Murphy said. What a liar. What an absolutely horrible, lying human being he is. Uh, This reminds me, Cam Edwards knows, of when Newtown Action's Poe Murray, yes, Poe Murray, used to eat at Poe folks all the time, I think, uh, told Bearing Arms contributor Ryan Petty that he must support children being massacred since he's not in favor of an assault weapons ban. You're just a mean person, Poe Murray. An ugly, rotten, stinking pile of moral idiocy. That's what you are. Uh and he tweeted once to this person, Poe Murray. Ryan Petty tweeted, I don't support an assault weapons ban. Do, we, do you believe I support children being massacred, Poe? And Poe, of course, tweeted back, yes. Because it's really one of the only words she knows. Uh, Petty's daughter, Elena, was one of the victims at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. And it's obviously disgusting to see Murray's response. Uh, But this is sadly the mindset of many gun prohibitionists, including the uh, guy Chris Murphy. So this uh, gentleman, Ryan Petty, lost his child in a mass shooting. But he still understands that it wasn't the gun's fault. And this piece of garbage, Poe Murray, attacked him in that way. Uh, Very disturbing, my friends. Very, very disturbing. Uh, I didn't know a single gun owner who loves their firearms more than their kids, but I do know plenty who don't believe that gun control solutions offered by anti-gun hacks like Murphy are the answer to reducing violent crime and improving the safety in the violence-prone neighborhoods that Murphy spoke about. Edward says he's written before about my own initial exposure to gun control and its lack of effectiveness, which I discovered when I fell in love with a woman who was in the murder capital of the United States, and you can go read about that at bearing arms and that's all my time god bless you we'll talk to you soon try to get one of these done tomorrow hope my throat feels a little better so a little scratchy god bless kids if you're left you just ain't right god bless america and go gators